0: Hey what's up guys, Jonathan here, I'm here with my buddy Oki from the band Houston Calls. Hello! Hello, Um listen, uh, we have a bunch of uh, build up of footage, so we rap singled them. Uh, I've been really busy, but I'm gonna play you guys some footage from Wizard World, uh, me interviewing people, uh, about two movies coming out this weekend, we've got Forbidden Kingdom, and Pathology, uh, also some, uh, Super Action Man, he went to the, uh, tryouts for American Gladiators, and you guys are gonna get that footage, uh, and, uh, it's so funny. (laughs) Super Action Man went to American Gladiators tryout? Yeah, they wouldn't let him try out, because, (laughs) you know, he would throw the whole contest. Uh, Obviously, obviously. I mean, he's amazing. He is. Uh, But uh, we gotta have you guys on the show sooner or later. I I think we're gonna have a barbecue at my place on Sunday. On Sunday? Uh, we yeah, may you guys will be back from Nevada. Yeah, yeah, we but put we the trailer away. Well, no, no, we, but we might be recording on, we, on Sunday? Yeah. Weekend. Yeah, no, no, but our producers out of town on Friday or Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Oh, so Sunday's a work day. Theoretically, we may not be. We'll work it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure uh, it out. Houston calls recording a new album. Their older album sucks. I like that album. Oh, sh- It's I- awesome. I-, I shot a uh bloodsport inspired video for. Sucks. It. Wait, no. No, that's good. Um, I like your old album. Uh, Anyway, check out Houston Calls. Uh, Okie, thank you so much. Uh, The Forbidden Kingdom comes out this weekend for a review. Check out Geekscape.net. I'll have the review out by the time you guys see this video. Geekscape! Enjoy the episode. Thank you, Oki. Thank you, Jonathan. what's up guys i'm here with michael giordani he's one of the writers of uh this story it's called descor is that right and uh what's descor about uh it's the story of
1: a man that is half man half gargoyle uh it's, it's set up in paris and um, it it pans over uh, 150 years
0: so this dude is 150 years old exactly yeah, And he's got this power uh, of being, so he can become a gargoyle at will to hide and stuff yes, like that? At night, he becomes
1: alive and can change parts of his body in stone. And during the day, he's a statue. So what? Um, where can people find this comic? Uh, right now, it's in the Heavy Metal uh, Spring 2008 issue, right here. And uh, it's going to run until March 24th in the stands. And if not, you can go online at Descur.com. D-E-S-C-U-R.
0: So a lot of our viewers know heavy metal because it's the first time that they've seen uh, breasts. Like I know, I know breasts were first introduced to me. I got my first look at it from titties. Remember how? Remember how creepy uh, that first cartoon movie was with John Candy? Which one? The the, the original heavy metal movie. Oh, oh, the,
2: the first heavy metal right
0: yeah, 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 the first heavy metal movie. You remember that? Do you guys remember this, you viewers? Do you remember this original heavy metal movie? I, I, I didn't even know what I was feeling at the time when I was watching it, but I knew it was it wasn't right. You know, I, I knew I was a little too young to have those kind of feelings. Hey, it's never too young to do the good stuff. Well, you're French. You know what I mean? A little more open than no, than, than us here. That, that that's how Gilmore back here rolls. That's how you roll. When did you lose your virginity, Michael?
1: What age? Um, what age on this planet? That was about.
0: Eighteen. Okay, what about on the celestial plane? Uh, be on this planet, what do you mean on this planet? Where else would you lose your virgin? Oh, anal. Is that what you mean? When did you lose Airplane? your anal? When did you lose your alien? Your anal, anal alien? Man. When did you lose that? Uh,
1: I don't do. I, I'm eighteen years old. I was married. Nothing. Uh, nothing out of marriage,
0: and nothing uh, underage. You hear that? The guy's got morals. He's got morals. He was raised by a very nice woman there in France, but he's still putting out. You know, yeah. He he, this is this is where he exercises his demons right here uh, in the spring issue of Heavy Metal. That's called Discord. It's a dude who turns into a gargoyle. I mean, come on. How
1: cool is that?
0: That's pretty. That's pretty damn cool. That's pretty pretty damn cool. So guys, check it out. Thank you, Michael, for being on Geekscape. I'm a geek. Let's talk about what's really important here. Uh, The Wizard World. The the Wizard World. Please, Gilmore. Please, I'm, I'm conducting a very serious interview. Please. Uh, Let's talk about the babes at Wizard World. How how are how are the babes here? Have you guys seen any hot babes?
3: Yeah, we've seen a good amount of babes here.
0: What has been some of your favorites that are possibly wearing themed costumes?
3: Uh, We saw let's see, Spider Girl, Spider Woman. Spider Woman. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, do you guys cock block each other? Does that ever happen where you guys cock block each other or you guys do more of a double team action? What, what goes on here?
2: Well, as it is,
3: it's pretty hard when you're a boar to try to get some action. So uh-huh. uh, we usually stay out of the way. Once we find someone, it's like, you know what, you deserve it, take it. But uh, I got, I'm
1: showing the belly here. Maybe get a belly ring or something to attract them. He's got the bling right here with the nose ring, but, you know, it doesn't help. No. I guess it's just...
0: They're not into the animal type.
3: Bestiality is
0: not their forte. No, they, I mean, bestiality is a very specific audience, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to find, especially
3: here, you know. And surprisingly, these girls are, are very particular.
0: Yeah, I mean, they look like a bunch of hot weirdos, but you would think that uh, that they'd be into something like uh, maybe maybe some horn action, some tusk action? No, surprisingly, they, the, 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 corn, the horns don't help. It doesn't. Hey, you make us proud. You make some turtle soup, all right? All right. Thanks a lot. Gil, are you falling asleep over there? Damn it, this is serious business. This is serious. I'm, I'm interviewing a, a human rhinoceros and a, a boar. How dare you? Get it together. Not you, they're, mutated. they're mutated. That's right. Oh, fuck. You guys are giving me nut cancer right now, aren't you?
4: Yeah, probably. Uh, That's how much of
0: a villain we are. Sorry. Now, if you're a supervillain out here, all you really got to do to make some money is attack during a convention. Because they're all over here trying to have sex with each other, right? Now, have you ever gotten some babes through this uh, this setup? Um,
1: I don't really look for babes. I already have a Lois, but a lot of them come up, say, hi, can I have a picture? Sometimes they sneak a butt grab every now and then. Really? Yeah, it's happened to me at the Superman Festival in 07 a couple times. I mean, basically, I just, you know, smiled and, you know. But other than that, I don't get any serious offers, which is a good thing. <laughs>
0: I, um, I, that's a good thing. Now, what, what about the the possible crotch grab? I
1: haven't gotten one yet, but a lot of women look down and smile, so that's always flattering as well.
0: H- how about the possible men? Like, like any men possibly give you a nut grab or, a, or a co- you know, a little, oh, <laughs> a little bit of a, uh, a no. cock slap or or an ass slap or anything like that? No, definitely not. Be- would it hurt if I if I nut punched you right now? Would it would, it, it would um, probably break my hand, wouldn't you believe? It
1: probably would hurt. Yes, I don't have my powers today, so I would not like that.
0: No, no, it would hurt me, uh, it, you know. Oh, so you're vulnerable right now. Oh, if, if, yeah, if Lex Luthor was to come right now and give you, like, a nut
1: punch, uh, that would really hurt. It probably would. You know, I'm just having an off day, so I'm just here as a guest.
0: Yeah, I'm not putting any super junk on my hand. So, you know, maybe Gilmore. Would you ever nut punch Superboy over here? Not on a weekday. I probably wouldn't be up for it anyway. No, he's he, and he's more likely to headbutt your nuts. Uh, than actually do it, or possibly with his mouth. Uh, that that is the way he rolls. Look or at this guy. I would steer away from that. This guy has all the makings of a future supervillain. Would you not? Would Would you not believe that he could make a very
1: good Toyman? He's got the, uh, you know, he's got the very physique for He kick worth a little head and walk around and everything. <laughs> Toyman toy, toy cool is, is is diminutive in nature, correct? And he's kind of the the little bitch of the supervillains, is he not? He's a very evil genius mastermind.
0: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? We're here with two Geekscape regulars. We've got Brian Taylor, Mark Neveldine. Uh, they have a new movie coming out uh, mid, mid-April. mid uh, It's Pathology. You guys wrote it and produced it.
5: 2008, Pathology. You've got to check it
0: out. We just checked out the uh, panel. Uh, the, uh, the trailer should be out soon, right? Yes. And uh, we'll talk about a little bit about the movie, and then we'll talk about your regular geek gaming stuff because I know you want to talk about what you've been playing.
3: Yeah, well, the movie has serious, serious problems. Um, and anybody who sees it should probably have their head examined, anybody who made it should have their head examined. It's a really, really horrible thing to unleash upon an unwitting public, but we think you'll really like it. It's, um
5: it's really fucked up. I mean, Pathology, I don't know if you know the background, but it's a group of medical students, pathology students, who play a little game, and the game is this. I'm going to go out and kill somebody, yes, kill somebody, and then the rest of you, my friends, are going to have to figure out how I did it. And that's what pathology is about, and it's about the seduction of a, a really smart, good kid, and, and he's kind of on the fence about where he wants his life to go. And that's sort of the the tension of the whole movie. Um,
3: and there's a lot of sex scenes. He's a good person at heart. He just likes to cut people up.
0: So they, they did a metaphor to their experience in Hollywood, right? Is that basically it? You guys came out here bright-eyed and good kids, and now it's solely seduced you guys into ultimately yeah, killing people for just, fun. No, we're just like, we, we, we've
3: we gone completely Hollywood. and then this. The, I have
5: horns. I have horns. That's why I wear a baseball
0: hat. This movie, uh, game that's coming out, the Gerard Butler movie. Oh, really? You gonna you gonna play that with me? Uh, the, the the Gerard Butler movie you guys have coming out, uh, <laughs> because we know you're a big ge- uh, you're a big gamer. Oh, our gamer is dead, but but uh, Mark here can talk about the movie. I can't, I can't talk about. <laughs> oh, so, oh, game. so, Brian, give it, give give us the they're They're playing footsie with each other, you guys are playing grab ass. We're trying to do an interview. Sorry. How dare you the don't you know don't, day, don't you know we we have a serious show here?-hmm we're yeah. gonna be doing ball grabs it's like last I've, time I've
2: seen,
5: uh, <laughs> I've seen your family on the show before. It ain't that serious Jonathan London
0: <laughs> so uh talk serious a little bit of donkey show. <laughs> talk a little bit about game and then we'll get into some fun and games once the camera stops
3: G- games a uh game's a a really i mean. I don't get things. A, that's a damn doozy. That game, that that, that movie the game is Gerard Butler from 300. Um, he is in a world in the future where people are literally controlled and forced to kill and copulate with one another in massive multiplayer online games. Uh, this is really going to happen. So this is basically like a preview of what's going to
0: you know. It's really right, it's Korea, dude. It's
3: yeah, basically Korea. Yeah, it's like Korea but mainstream. Um. Part, and part futurists, part philosophers, and part Satan. Mm-hmm.
0: When's this movie coming
3: out? When is Game coming out? Uh, 2009. Yeah. Big, huge, giant. It's. All, we're still knee-deep in that one. We're doing post. We're doing all the effects.
0: And then you guys start shooting Crank 2. Soon. Six yeah. weeks.
3: April 28th, right in Los Angeles. The
0: movie that Com- could not,
3: should not be, and will. So what are you playing
0: right now, Brian? What are you playing right now?
3: Yeah, he's talking about video games. It's not... I actually am playing video games lately. I got a uh I got a vintage standalone defender machine. Which is my all time favorite game. Yeah, which is my, my it's my favorite game all time and I'm restoring it gradually to its former glory and trying to get up to my uh previous high scores. You know what I'm playing, right? If you pan down, I'm playing
0: pocket pool. Just
5: check that out. Look at this. Pocket pool. That's what I play, gamers. Nice.
0: Game this. <laughs> So, guys, uh, Pathology comes out, uh, I think it's April 18th? Uh, yeah, 18th.
3: You that's guys right.
0: Know that you guys are going to be, like, in your first week of shooting Crank 2. So No, know. we're still
3: in pre. We start Crank 2 on the l- very end of April.
0: Very end of April. So uh, it's going to be a busy April for you guys. Yes. If we get a chance to come check out the set, that'd be cool. Yeah. Show the geekscapists yeah. the, uh, behind Absolutely. the scenes. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, good luck with everything. Good luck with the, with the release of uh, Pathology. It'd be fun. All right. Oh yeah, that's what we do here. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here with the cast of Pathology. It comes out what's April up? 18th. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves to the Geekscapists? Yeah, what's up,
6: Mike Weston?
7: I'm Alyssa Milano.
8: And I'm Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> so,
0: uh, why don't you guys talk a little bit about the movie? We we talked at Comic Con about it. We didn't get to meet Alyssa, but uh, now that it's coming out, are you guys a lot more excited about about seeing this thing come out? Oh yeah, absolutely, the panel definitely, ass?
7: definitely, definitely pumped. I mean, when you when you put a lot of hard work into a film, and, and you're around such an amazing group of people. Keep uh, <laughs> yeah, stop touching him. Just gonna keep touching I'm you. just going to keep I'm going to kill you. He's rubbing my ass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you you definitely get excited for other people to see it, you know, and, and it's kind of been a, a long road until it finally came out. But, I mean, yeah, your April 18th is coming out.
8: It was definitely frustrating that it took so long, and right. I think that, you know, there are, that are, there are movies that shouldn't come out, that we're forced to sit through, and right. this is actually a good one. So I think that that was their frustration, but I think we're all very proud of it and happy that it's it's finally getting its its time.
0: No, I, I think uh, just the subject matter of uh, murder and sex will get a lot of our audience excited. You know, uh, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. No, it's, it's <laughs> actually, but he's not because I mean, when people
7: when people first ask me about the film, they say, "So tell me about pathology," and they say, "It's sex, drugs, and murder,"
0: and people are excited about that. And people are like, really, I gotta I gotta go see
7: that. But I mean, there's there's. There's a bigger, deeper, so more short. profound message with it. It's right. just the psychology behind uh, behind murder, uh, behind people's behavior with the subject matter. You know, it's it's definitely a heady kind of thriller.
0: Being clean cut kids, how do you even start to do research on something like that? Go to Blow the corners. <laughs> That's where
6: you start.
8: I advise them on a
4: lot of the darkness of their characters. Have you seen Team Steam?
6: Yes,
8: that's right. So, the darkness you know, of my 80s youth, <laughs> the angst that I sort of, you know, I made, did the big hair for them and I wore the MC Hammer pants and, uh, you know, just sort of trained them on just being brooding and dark. Because I'm known for that.
6: MC Hammer workout. Very dark. Very. Dark. Uh, I mean, that's
0: how you got in shape for a lot of times. So A lot of people don't no, know like, team steam got him that badass body we've seen on Heroes. I think that was muscle milk. (laughs) Uh,
7: No, actually, to kind of prep in a bit, I know Michael and I spent a lot of time at the coroner's office, L.A. Mm -hmm. County coroner's office, uh, watching the procedures, wanting to make them authentic and real and understand the psychology of what these people these technicians do every day
6: yeah i mean i feel like this movie is 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 actually very uh, authentic in in all of its portrayals of of what happens in the in the medical room and how all these autopsies are really done and performed and so um you know it's a it's a really smart smart movie and i think it's it defies you know a a genre of just horror it sort of falls in between thriller and horror and i think it's a really smart uh, movie it's definitely
7: cerebral intelligent (laughs) <laughs> and, and fucking mad. Um,
0: so it's April 18th, guys. It's called Pathology. Alyssa, thank you. Milo, thank you. Mike, thank you. Of course, man. Guys, man. Right good to have you man. back on yeah. the show. Alyssa, Definitely. thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Go see we'll the later. movie. Hey, look what I ran into, guys, from Gears of War. Look at these bad motherfuckers. Check this out. They got a chainsaw gun right here, ready to impale some locusts. What's up, guys? How are you guys enjoying Wizard World LA? It's rocking, man. It's rocking. Now, is there a locust infestation going down around here? Uh, you know what? We haven't found any yet. What are you going to do if you find somebody like that?
8: We're going to kick ass.
0: Hey, Ben, come over here. Ben, why don't you uh, show us uh, like, a, like a move that you would use to kill one of these guys. You get up close, sure. maybe, to, maybe to, you know, hand to hand. What kind of stuff would you do to him to disembowel this guy? Let, let's see what you got. Let's see his technique. What do you think? He's going to throw a punch. Yeah, throw a punch. Oh, he just broke his arm in three places. Okay, now why don't you uh, take him out with a chainsaw gun. Let's see. What does that look like? I just like seeing Ben get fucked up. <laughs> so, no, check out these eyes. Look at that. Look at that. That is badass. What do you guys think about this new uh, game you guys are appearing in coming up in uh, November?
8: Well, I can't really say much about it, but there's going to be a lot of blood.
0: You guys have, like, airborne uh, airborne uh, like vehicles and stuff like that? It's going to be pretty badass? It would be a lot of blood. <laughs> a lot of blood. Now, how, how, how would you uh, kill some of our audience members in the camera? How would you how would you take them out with the uh, chainsaw gun? Why don't you go to camera and just fuck them up? Yeah, you know what? Leave it up to Dom. Leave it up to Dom. There we go. Take a knee, take a knee buddy. Get down. He's done it before. A lot. Hey, guys, I'm really excited to bring you this interview with Mike Kunkel. He's the creator of Hero Bear and the Kid. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite all-age books. This is a book about a, a, a kid who has a grandfather pass away, and he leaves him a stuffed animal like this. One, like one of these stuffed animals over here, Brian. And uh, here's what the adults don't know, is that
4: uh, he, the the bear actually comes to life and becomes a superhero, right? Where did you get the idea for this, Mike? Um, it actually came from when I was a kid. I've had the idea since probably high school Uh and um uh kind of just the idea of what if your best friend was a superhero so that's where it kind of spawned it all
0: now what kind of horrible high school life did you have that led you to to make because because one of the things that the main character deals with are bullies and the bullies get turned around real quick when they look up and there's a cape wearing polar bear they're setting them straight now what kind of horrible experiences in high school did you have to experience to have this
4: I, I think by high school, I was okay. I was out of the loop of, of bullies. But when I was younger, I was much shorter, much smaller, and got picked on a lot, probably up until about sixth or seventh grade. So, What's the worst thing that they did to you? Um, they used one of my best friends. It was the brothers, and they forced him to call me to come down and play and hang out. I think I was in, like, second grade, third grade. So I rode my bike down, and they were all waiting in the bushes for me, and they all pounced on me. So it was a tough. I lived in the Valley. I lived in in Woodland Hills, Canoga Park area. So it was it's gang territory, folks. It's gang now, today. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's gang territory. So it was. Um, I mean, that was it. But you know, in the end, we we had our scuffles, and you know, I basically got in more fights before sixth grade than anything. Right. You know, but after that, not a problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, I read a ton of books, and w- this is one of the books where, where I'm like, I don't know. It looks like kid stuff to me, but the animation style and the fact that you leave your your pencils in there. Uh, really adds to the appeal to it because it, it's almost like an animated uh, storyboard that you're reading and the storytelling is really great. I mean, this is something that I always tell friends of mine with kids to pick up, you know, because, I mean, the parents will enjoy it as much as the kids. Um, were you an animator at one point and how did
4: that lead into this this book? Um, I've been in animation about 17 years now. So, I've worked as a feature animator and character designer and um, everything in between except for a background painter so that I kind of went with what I know and that was more fun to just go okay I want to tell stories this is what I know this is how I'd like to do it and it's been fun to have it sort of embraced that way and people kind of catch on that it's like it's coming from an animation perspective you know so no, I love that's it. the fun of it
0: yeah it really gives the, it gives it its own unique look you know um you've got some pictures of Captain Marvel here that I think are really damn cool uh what is this uh, going on? I mean, this is a DC character.
4: Are you working on on a Captain Marvel series for DC? I have a brand new series coming out in July. So probably first, maybe second week of July. Um, there'll be a new series coming out. Um there we go. So, um it, it is uh it'll it's in all ages, very much the same as Hero Bear in the sense that what I try and write is kind of like old Warner Brothers or uh, even Pixar and stuff like that, Disney, in the sense that kids will enjoy it just looking at it. And as grown-ups, we can enjoy it because there's a little more depth to it. So it, I try and hit on a bunch of levels, but it's clean. and It's all ages, and it's it's trying to hit a much broader audience that way.
0: So another all-age creator, uh, Jeff Smith, mm-hmm. he, he did his, his own all-age book and Bone, and then he did his own Captain Marvel series. Uh, Bone just got optioned by uh, Warner Brothers. Yes. Is there any kind of
4: activity for Hero Bear and the Kid that we can uh, expect to see in other media? You know, it's funny. I think uh, Jeff and I are following similar paths. He did his own book, then he did Shazam. I did my own book, now I'm going to do Shazam. He had Bone at Nickelodeon for a while, and it didn't quite work out. I had Hero Bear at Universal for a while, and it didn't quite work out. So maybe down the path, Hero Bear will find its home. I'm not in a hurry for that. Um, I just got all the rights back. It's mine again. I can publish it again. I can do more work. It's kind of like getting out of a bad relationship, and I don't really want to date yet again. <laughs> so let me just do more books, and then if it finds a home again, I'm all for it. You have lived a
0: life of abuse, my friend.
4: Bad relationships, getting beat up. Uh, I, th- I yeah, think I love. I love what I do. I love. I love telling stories. I love doing you know just fun all ages stuff. So yeah. But yeah, it's 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 uh, living through my work. So guys, uh, speaking of his work, you guys can check it out. Uh, you have your own website, correct? Where can we find you? Uh, go to com or MikeKunkel.com. Cool,
0: guys. Um, Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you very much. This is cool. Take care. (laughs) Hey, what's up, guys? We have an interview here with the writer and star of The Forbidden Kingdom. It's a movie coming out soon. Uh, Now, John, you wrote the film. Uh, What can you tell us about it and the process of writing the film?
2: Well, it it comes from a, a lifelong passion for Eastern philosophy and martial arts. And you know, although I've been writing films for 22 years, like we just talked about, I never really explored martial arts because it's been a kind of really a personal part of my life. Um, uh, but my son uh, became a teenager recently, and he discovered martial arts. It became this mutual passion, and I wanted to introduce him to the Chinese classics that inform true kung fu and the deeper precepts of the philosophy. Um, but he was into virtual Fighter and stuff like that. <laughs> right. So I tried to get him to read Journey to the West and uh, The Three Kingdoms, and um, but that wasn't working. So I started to create a warrior tale for him in the old tradition, making it up as I went along. And um, the access code was this young guy like him who is transported to ancient China and to the, the alternate universe of Jianghu, of this this wuxia swordplay world, where um, he has to embark on a, a traditional martial quest, um, and it all you know ties into his contemporary life and the, the what he's struggling with back at home.
0: So the movie's almost inspired by a complete true story of your relationship with your own son.
2: Um, in a way, yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah.
0: And for our, our listeners who maybe want to get into Kung Fu movies, what are some of these classics that you sat them down in front of uh, that maybe some of our listeners would be interested in?
2: Well, the um, King Hu, mm-hmm. you know, was the cla- I mean, Come Drink With Me was really a big inspiration for uh, Crouching Tiger. And, um, you know, uh, early Wu Ping, who I would eventually get to work with and wow. you know, still wow. can't believe it, uh, Drunken Master, right. uh, Tai Chi Master.
0: Now in Drunken Master, that one shot where the dude does a backflip on the table and it's obviously just rewound it. Uh, now, <laughs> Colin, how do you excuse yeah. that as an as a martial artist? And it's one of Jackie Chan's biggest movies. How do you excuse that kind of cheating? Oh,
9: that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's pretty long time ago. I've seen I can't James remember. That stuff. You've seen I, can't J- remember I was it.
2: there and I've seen him do stuff like
9: that. Um, <laughs> so, so, Colin. i not cheating. That's <laughs> it's, cheating.
0: It's, it's, it's trying not to get hurt, friends. That's how you do it. Um... So, so, Colin, uh, what was your experience like making the film, and it's
9: kind of love letter to the movies that this movie is not just for audience dream come true because two of the biggest martial arts star uh, together on the same screen for the first time. Also, it's me, my dream come true can work with two of the biggest martial arts stars and get a chance to kick their ass. Yeah, but do you know who kicked (laughs) their ass? John, I mean, did you, you go nuts
0: it. when they got attached to this to this <laughs> totally. project?
2: Totally. Yeah. And then you know, it's after first we heard from Jet, mm-hmm. and you know, I I did not write the script with them in mind. Um, after this story evolved, I was telling producer Casey Silver about it, and he said, "Are you writing this as a screenplay?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Yes, you are. Let's you let's you do this." Now. And um, when it was done, he said, "Who do you see as the two masters?" And uh, I said, "Well, you know, Jet and Jackie." You know, they're right at the right place right now. And he said, yeah, you know, that would be great. But Um, And he sent it to Jet, and Jet responded positively. Um, He sent it to Jackie, and we had the same reaction. And then it was trying to line those guys up, and um, it was all happening. But then the cherry on top, um, you know, Master Wu-Ping doing the choreography. So for a a kid who grew up, you know, watching Wu-Ping stuff and, um, you know, just loving Jet and Jackie and my and my son looking at Jet and Jackie the way I looked at Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, a, a dream come true for all of us, really.
0: And you were pinching yourself this whole time because here you are with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in the Kung Fu version of Heat, yeah. <laughs> you know, just trying <laughs> yeah. just trying to not mess up and get somebody hurt.
9: It's uh, such a great honor to be on this film, you know, and I really want to say uh, I work with this, uh, the best people, not just be. Uh, in front of camera also behind the scene we have Yung Wupin and, uh, Peter Powell cinematographer you know and then well, of course John so, uh, writes such a great script you know so
0: what kind you know? of pranks did you guys pull on each other? In the middle of because I mean these guys as much as they're they're kicking ass you you know they they seem like pretty funny guys at the end of the day do you guys have fun with each other on set
2: yeah. it's always fun yeah with I
9: believe he already have some something in mind in the future for me. Oh really? You know. <laughs> <laughs> because of payback. So <laughs> it might happen today.
0: <laughs> so John, you wrote you wrote uh, the Young Guns films, yeah. two of my favorites. I've got an idea for a uh, third film, oh, uh, the Return of the Spirit Horse. It's a Chavez centered oh, yeah. <laughs> film. At the beginning yeah. of it, we have kind of that TriStar logo. And the spirit horse comes again? out, yeah. drops Chavez off in the modern day, and he teams yeah. up with Keith yeah. Sullivan and Woody Harrelson from The Cowboy Way, uh, okay. and they kick Billy the Kid-style yeah. ass yeah. in modern-day New York City. What do you think?
2: Well, it's kind of like the Forbidden Kingdom, bringing all those elements together, you know? I mean, you've got to, it could work.
0: I think it's more like the forbidden idea yeah. for a oh, movie. Yeah, and hey. I I mean, I should just stop making up ideas right now, don't you think?
2: I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the idea of bringing the spirit horse back, though, because I own that horse and I get, I get uh, paid. Oh, fantastic! Every time that horse works.
0: Fantastic! Thanks a lot, hey, guys. Thanks. Thanks. I'm here with the Master of Darkness. And uh, how's it look, Master of Darkness? Please, can I can I ask you a question, Mr. Darkness? What's up, bros? I'm here in Venice Beach, California at Gold's Gym in the tryouts of the new American Gladiators TV show. I'm going to be talking to the people, hoping to compete, see what they think, see how they get pumped, see how they work out. And you're going to get all that knowledge that I already got up here. I'm Super Action Man. We're going to be bringing you the best. What's up, bros? Are you rolling? Hey, do your job, bro. What's up, bros? We're here at the American Gladiators tryouts, Venice Beach, California, where I come to jack some weight. I'm here with my boy. He's just competed to make it on this American Gladiators rendition, right? That's right. How do you feel? What's your name, bro? My
8: name's Dustin. I feel great.
0: Who is the greatest president in the history of American history?
8: Mm, Why don't
9: you tell me?
0: George W. Bush, bro. George W. Bush. You got to do it. What's up with the yellow shorts, bro? How can you go around dressed like that?
9: I don't know. I'm just brave.
0: Like, seriously? Yellow shorts, Bro. That's pansy, these yellow shorts. That's lame, bro. Get out of here with them. You got to get yourself some solid camo like this. You know, look at this.
9: This is hot. I love
0: it. I you love like it. this? I do. It's It's pretty good, man. So I picked these up in Thailand.
8: Yeah. yeah. They're good. They're good. I got to get me a pair. We're here with an action
0: photographer. He's my guy. He follows me around everywhere. Because one thing an action hero needs is action shots. Take a look at this. This is my man. What's your, man? What's your name, bro? This is Chris. I hired him yesterday. <laughs> He, he was on set for a couple of my big action movies there in the 90s with Van Dam. That's the way we roll here. Look at Chris. Look at the action. Now, take the camera. Look at the action, the way this guy shoots. He doesn't miss anything. This guy is like an eagle, all right? He's like an eagle. Hey. yo, Chris, I'll see you on the set. Thanks, bro. That's Chris. He's my action photographer. We're here with Jeff. Okay, now listen, before I continue, we gotta say that Jeff is a good friend of ours. He was a PA on some of my action movies, and uh, he competed today to make it on American Gladiators. How did it end up, Jeff? Come on, spit it out. How did it end up? I took a pretty nasty spill. Show
6: us your battle wounds. I got bandages on now, but. What is this? It's uh, a skin on my elbow. Jesus, look at
0: this, he put
6: blood on me. I don't fuck around, bro.
0: I've tasted mu- a lot of blood before. Never that. my own. I got that right there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So. That is amazing, bro. But you're still here. You're still standing. You're still competing. That's what a gladiator is all about, right? For sure. Do you think they should just let you on the show because you ate shit? Yes, I do think that. That's let them on the show because there's nothing funnier on national television than somebody eating shit in front of a national audience ever. All right, bro? Jeff, I really hope you make it on the show so you can eat shit again in front of everybody. Me too. I do too. That was a classic eat shit. I wish we had footage of that, bro. I wish you but had But Ralph too. Opel over here, man in the camera, was out in the clouds checking out chicks here in Venice, California. Word. I love you, bro. Thank you. I love you too. Who wants to get interviewed? A lot of people don't know what I do for this country, and they don't appreciate it. Which is what? Going to Cambodia and take out commies. That's what I do on the weekends just for fun. When I'm not in Afghanistan getting a tan. What's your name, bro? My name is Mike.
6: Mike, what are you doing today here in Venice, California? Uh, I'm competing, well, going to be competing for uh, the American Gladiator, I guess, to be a contender or something. This is what, this is the French Gladiators. They sit around and slap each other with gloves, all right? And when they're done,
0: they make out. That's what that's all about, bro. The U.S. is the greatest nation in the history of the country.
6: Who are your favorite gladiators of old? I can't even remember. I think there's this guy named Nitro or something. Hell yeah, he's
0: a good buddy of mine. We go drinking.
6: <laughs> your accent's killing me, man. I love it. Um, I don't. You remember. pick it up in the bush. You pick your- <laughs> I don't remember the other gladiators. The chicks were a little scary though. Like little- Zap, exact-
0: Malibu. Malibu's my boy. Malibu, I miss you, bro. I miss you. Come on back. We'll go to the beach. I'm also a child of Mother Nature.
6: <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I know about American Gladiator. What's a better show, American Gladiators or Hannah Montana? Damn, that's a tough choice. But I'm, I'm thinking of going with American Gladiator. But it, to add another one in it, uh, Most Extreme Elimination is pretty funny, too. Have you ever seen that show, The Human Weapon? Um, if that's a martial arts show, no. Nah, I, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. It might be, but I haven't seen it. It is. It's kind of based on me. Now, John, how do you keep... Please,
0: you need to stop Chuckle Monkey over here from making sound. Please. It's very serious. It's really hard. Please. Did you ever get picked on in high school for having glasses? Oh yeah. And that's why you have this amazing physique here, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Have you ever seen my line of training videos? No, no, I haven't. They're actually illegal here in the U.S. because they'll turn you into a human weapon. We can't have that walking around. That would make sense. I'm. I, I have to register my own body with the United States government nice. just to walk out my door. Nice. That's the way we
7: roll. Hey, that I can tell.
0: I can tell. Give me that one of these. Yeah. Check that out. We're gladiators, baby. These ladies like what they see, bro. Not th- Those are dude. That is a dude. I'm talking about her. Now, one thing that's important to remember on American Gladiators is there are tons of hot chicks. Where do they come from? They got to audition like everyone else. We are here with one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen. Spider-Man is definitely getting some spider sense right now. What is your name, hot babe?
1: Uh, Dynamite. TNT, baby.
0: All right, hot babe. So listen, hot babe, what are you doing right now to prepare mentally for what you're going to do auditioning for American Gladiators?
1: Just show them what I got. I either have it or I
0: don't. I think you got it, baby. I think dynamite TNT is about to explode <laughs> all over the place, and everyone's going to get hit with shrapnel. I was actually Everyone told. I was actually told by the American Gladiator officials that I couldn't compete because it would rig the entire event. All right. It's too good. I look too good, and let me tell you something, I move like a freaking cat, alright? Before you know it, bam, you're on the ground, I win. What's up Americans, we're here at the tryouts for American Gladiators, I'm here with my main man, check this out, that's like the cover art for Double Team, bro. We need to have a movie together, bro, that'd be sweet, or I'd punch a tiger in the face. What is your name, bro? Craig. Craig. This is Craig. Craig obviously has a physique second only to mine. Now, Craig, how did you get this amazing bod?
8: A lot of time in the gym, you know.
0: Let me see this. Let me see if this is. Look at this. Damn! Look at that. Hey, all you geeks watching this, this is what you should look like right here. This is. Look at this. Look at this. This is a perfect physical specimen. Come on, ladies. You know you'd like a a little time in the sack with this man right here. Yeah, why not? That's right. That's right. Who are you here with, bro? Her. Now, who is this? She's uh, pretty ripped too. She is. Now, who is Alicia? Is that your girl? Yeah, one of them. Wow. Just joking. Wow, Alicia. How do you feel about that? Feel good. (laughs) Alicia, you are a hot babe. What do you think of this? pretty sexy.
7: I love that
0: hair. It's called a happy trail. (laughs) And like the Ho Chi Minh, there's explosions at the end of it. What are you filling out here to be on American Gladiators? The application. Nice, an application. Bloodsport or kickboxer? Huge question here.
8: Definitely bloodsport, duh.
0: Hell yeah, give me one of these. How does that look? Yeah, it's popping right through your screen. Look at that. What's your name, solid American? Walt Proctor. Now, Walt Proctor is the reason Al-Qaeda hates us. But I got news for Al-Qaeda. Walt Proctor ain't going home without putting all you on shish kebabs. That's what he's talking about. Hell yeah. Show us what you got.
8: That's what I got. Hell yeah. Let me check out those tats. Talk to about link. The- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends is a tattoo artist. So I figured why not go crazy. Show what you got, right? Hell yeah, I got a
0: couple of tats. You can't see them, but they're, they're, in very, they're in very nice places all over my body. Only women see them after I pleasure them and rescue them from their burning villages over in Saigon. What is the greatest action movie ever made?
8: Greatest action movie ever made? That's a good question. Uh, I'd say like the series of Die Hard has to be like the greatest series of action movies ever made. Can't pick one because they're all so good. you got to love Bruce Willis. Original action here. We know he's not a buff guy. We'll still love him, right? Any guy that blows stuff up, you gotta love that. Saves the day. Gotta love the hero.
0: Now, I'm good friends with Steven Seagal. What is his greatest movie? Stevie
8: Seagal? Yeah, hey Stevie, I love you, buddy. Uh, I would say Above the Law. Above the Law was a good one. You gotta love a cop with a ponytail that kicks some ass. Again, the big hero guy.
0: My favorite personally is Mark for Death because he cuts that one dude's head off and it still moves around. I love that. Isn't that the one where they fought
8: all the Jamaican guys in the mall? Yeah. There we go. That's a good one, too.
0: I did a couple stuff against the Jamaican mafia a couple years ago. I cleaned them out of New York City. I got to tell you, man. That's
8: why you're running around naked, because they stole your clothes, right?
0: Bro, this is my camo, bro. This is how I roll, bro. I haven't found good clothes that fit this pe- these pecs and these, these leg, Dude, you try you try putting clothes on this. It's not easy to clothe a body like this. You know that.
8: I can imagine. I can only imagine. Oh,
0: man, look how ripped I am. Look Here at you
8: that. Go, dude. You should be trying that yourself, man. Well, they told me I couldn't because i throw the
0: entire competition. I think that's BS, but...
8: Skew the, skew the competition, huh? Yeah, man, I mean,
0: w- there's gotta be a place for you guys who work out every day. Me? Well, we Some people it. are just born like this. How much would I have to pay you to rub butter oil on me?
8: Uh, there isn't enough money in the world for that.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to help my tan. Now, does this represent your spirit animal?
8: uh yeah you know what it wasn't at first it was more of like a dream that i had i got swallowed by a dragon and i said you know what this is just a dream i'm not gonna die in my own dream so i fought my way out a la men in black when the guy blasts his way out of the alien so i kind of shot my arm through when i woke up 7 a.m after a night of drinking and said mikey tattoo a dragon on my arm coming out of the mouth so there you go you got the top jaw bottom jaw so i guess yeah it is my spirit animal dragons good luck spirituality why not it's a powerful
0: animal Bro, you're for real, man. I once had a dream after being on peyote all night where I fought my shoes. That's my bro, Craig. All you guys can basically go home because he's got this thing locked up. Craig, show me what you got. Go home, babies. Go home. I haven't seen this guy since Sri Lanka back in 98. 97. You guys aren't supposed to know about that little offensive, but we were there.
8: Secret ops. Kind of flew under the radar. Like That's right, Mag- Magnum TC and the boys.
0: That's right, we lost a lot of good men over. There. Actually, we lost two. One of them was a crybaby, so then, I'm kind of glad he never got other, back on the, the boat. Other one was a hooker. That's right. What's up, bro? What brings you to Venice? Look at this. This is my man right here. Check out this shirt. I get more ass than Magnum. That is solid, bro. Not true.
8: Not true though.
0: Magnum PI truly is one of the greatest American heroes ever. Agreed. Who do you think ranks up there with Magnum?
8: Um, I was gonna say Swayze, like Craig Patrick Swayze, is uh is pretty phenomenal. There's always a competition, you know, between Swayze and Magnum.
0: Nothing says disgracing another human being like I just hit you in the balls with this giant rubber baton. How does that make you feel?
8: Can't help noticing the dingleberries in your uh in your belly button there.
0: You like this? That's right, baby. Some of those ladies left nutrients last night when I laid them down. I was talking to my boy Frank Stallone about this two weeks ago. And chest hair definitely is important with the ladies. I myself do not need it. Or have it. No. it got ripped off by a Bengal tiger in Cambodia. I put that kitty to sleep real quick. With a chop.
9: Fucking murdered the shit out of that, huh? Correct.
0: I murdered the shit out of that Bengal tiger in Cambodia for ripping off my chest here. One karate chop to the face. Fucking take a nap. A dirt nap. Then I killed its cubs.
9: After you fed them, put them to sleep.
0: Go to sleep, little babies. Go to sleep. We're making our way. There's competitors everywhere. Can you smell the testosterone? Can you smell the competitive spirit? I think you can. Nice technique. It's okay to love a man like a brother. Kickboxer should have won the Oscar, all right? It's a great film. Kickboxer is a near-perfect film. Should have won the Oscar. I don't know what won, Driving Miss Daisy or some crap like that, but it should have been Kickboxer. That's all I got to say. Made me cry. So that's what we got. We're here, Venice Beach. We talked to some great Americans out here today. I cannot wait for American Gladiators to get back on the air so I can stop watching Hannah Montana reruns. It's a very good show. And I know you guys can't wait, so be checking your local listings. NBC, they're doing American Gladiators, the greatest show ever next to the A-Team. I'm Super Action Man. We're going to see you guys later, or maybe you won't.